What's going on, KG? What's happening, BJ? Not much, bro. Hey, it's about time for us to get real rough. There ain't no no structure, no nothing. We're going to give it to them rough and raw tonight. You mean like we always do? Nah, we're going to get even rougher than that. Even raw. All right, then I might have to get the boost on that. Hey, let's go. All right, man. Let's dive into it. Let's get it. What's up, fellas? Well, it's just me for right now. Can you hear me clear? Yeah, I hear you very clear. Well, hopefully it stays that way. Just let me know if uh, if I, you know, fade in and out again or drop away or something. Okay. Is that Jim with us? Yep. Yeah. Hey, man. Did you move? You uh, faded. Yeah, he couldn't get his word out. Not at all. Damn, did he move? Dropped off and come back. But yeah, like I, I mean, I, I, I'm horrible. I was five, ten, and one on the week. <laughs> hey, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we hear you now. Yeah. yeah, that was my fault. I hit the phone and then the cord came out. Um, because of this beautiful app Anchor, when you unplug the cord, you can't get back on. I can hear y'all, but y'all couldn't hear me. Um, before we dive into NFL football, man, I got to get something off my chest, and it's extremely frustrating. And KG, when we post this episode on Twitter and wherever else, make sure you tag Anchor in it. I hope you're listening. Um, this app is very frustrating right now. It's extremely frustrating. Um, we have one person that, that keeps dropping off continuously. Um, I still don't, I still can't see who's on the recording with me. I still don't have the share button button once uh, people join in the recording. Um, and I, we don't have the trim options when you when you're doing a podcast as a group. I just noticed when I was doing testing by myself that I could trim it and do all the bells and whistles. But when you end it here in a group, you don't have these options. I'm trying to figure out why we can't drop flags and trim and do all this stuff as a group. It's very, it's extremely frustrating. Yeah, that, that that's the part that killed me. Because when you told me about the drop flag, I'm like, drop flag? What are you talking about? But then when you go by yourself, that's when you, yeah, we hear you. Okay. Yeah, but that's when you can do the. Uh, they got music now. You can do music. You can put background music in. Crazy. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yep. Okay, I was just making. Maybe not. Yeah, I can. Hear, oh, there nah, you go. I turned my mute button on. I, when I hit the cord, it, it, the piece wasn't in all the way, so I was just making sure mine was still working. But uh, it's a it's a great it's a good platform and it allows you to definitely you know put put content out there and 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 do a podcast you know without having to buy all this machinery and recorder and then it allows you to do the the podcast without having to physically be sitting next to someone which is great because all of us have different schedules but right now if I had to give it a, a out of a, a ten the app right now is a three and a half. That's only because you when it hit when you hit the the app button it, it starts. 
other than that, it's, it, it has some work to do. Yeah, but you know what? How, when the last time you sent him an email about that? Uh, recently, last week. They, he told me, um, I believe the guy's name was Brian with a Y. He told me that there they was known bug issues. You know, I, I broke everything down to him that what was happening. And, you know, I screenshotted everything so he could see. I told him what version of iOS I was running, what version of Anchor uh, I was running, which was at the time was the uh, the most up-to-date version. But, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's tough. Yeah. Um, let's dive into some NFL, fellas. I don't even know where to start. There's so much... So much going on, so much stuff. Let's just start with the the Bears um, Bears Seahawks game the other night. Khalil, Khalil Mack is a real deal. I don't even know. It's 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 not too much more praise we can give this guy other than what we have. But he's a real deal, man. The the Bears as a team have ten sacks. Jeez. Ten sacks. Um, and on the flip side, the Seattle Seahawks have allowed twelve sacks as a team. It's like it's like a broken record with Seattle. It's it's every year they have problems protecting Russell Wilson. So, hey, dude, KG, who did I pick in that game? I don't even remember who I picked. Uh, we all picked Chicago. Oh, we all picked Chicago? Yep, except for Junie. Junie picked Seattle. Junie was the only one that won that game. Okay. I'm sorry. He lost. We all picked Chicago. He's the only one to lose. Yeah, he lost that guy. I was, I was wondering who I picked. And, uh, okay, that's cool. Um, where do we go next, man? There's so much to talk about. We could talk, we could talk Redskins. We could talk Buffalo. We could talk Pittsburgh. It's drama everywhere. Uh. Well, Jim, where you want to start at? Man, it don't matter. It don't well, even well, matter. Started... I'm about through with football. Oh, man, don't, be, <laughs> don't be through with football because we need you on the podcast, man. We need you to talk about. I still be them. here. We need you to talk about them boys in Pittsburgh. Let's start there. Let's go to Pittsburgh and and uh, on top of the Le'Veon Bell drama and everybody. If you if you if you've been living under the rock, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, still hasn't reported to the Steelers. Um, he was seen on social media the other day on a jet ski chilling. Um, he's, uh, I think, he, uh, last couple of days or tonight, one of them or soon, he's releasing his uh, rap album. He doesn't seem to be missing football at all, <laughs> at all. So, but now, Jim, we got this this whole drama with AB, and I don't know. It, it, it's it, the guy that, that he's going back and forth with Twitter on on, on on social media. What's going on with that? Yeah, the guy, the guy used to work there. Look, man, you know the guy says um, AB wouldn't be what he is now without Ben. I, I disagree with that, man. They helped each other out because Ben is not the prettiest passer sometimes, and AB has worked his butt off. To, to become one of the best wide receivers. So for somebody to say Big Ben made A.B., nah, they go hand-to-hand. Because without A.B., he wouldn't be where he is with these numbers he would have. And certainly, um, A.B. wouldn't be without Ben. 
but I mean, it's been quite a few balls where Ben is thrown badly, and AB is just good enough to, um, you know, reel him in. You know, so I, I find that to be sort of a wash, man. But you know, I guess he's just frustrated. You know, six. He's not leading the team in receptions. I hope that's not it, man. I hope he's hope he's bigger than that. I hope he shows love to Juju Smith to to the second week in a row had over 100 yards receiving, man. And uh, also the Jesse James who had 138 yards receiving against Kansas City, and whereas uh, AB only had 67. So I hope he's not mad because he hasn't gotten any touchdowns yet. It'll open up for AB because as soon as, as soon as Juju keep getting these 100 yard games. They're going to have to start rolling coverage. And the same thing with Jesse James. And if for some reason James Conner get back on a running roll, they're going to have to start playing everybody man up. You know what, man? KG, you still there with us? Yeah, of course I am. Okay, okay. Well, I, I agree with Jimmy. I think um, I think definitely A.B. and Big Ben, they help each other out. I think A.B. is definitely a hell of a receiver. And uh, you know, definitely the one of when when Le'Veon's there, he's definitely one of the main pieces of that offense. And I say, I think they, you know, like Jimmy said, they complement each other. I think Big Ben helps him because Big Ben's a gunslinger, and he's he's willing to let the ball go and give AB a chance to go get it. AB has proven time and time again that he's that athlete, he's that good to go get these jump balls or these. You know, go get it, balls. I'm gonna just toss it up there and see what you could do, type balls. I think I think the offense benefits from that because you got those receivers. You know, before Juju Smith, it was Martavis Bryant that benefited from people rolling coverage to AB and Le'Veon Bell. Exactly. So now you got Juju yep. on the other side. Now he's proven that hey, you got to look out for me too. Now you like Jim say you're not gonna be able to cover both of them and Jesse James. And if James Conner get on track, you know, of course he, you know, this is his first time really, really going. So he's gonna, you know, start a little slow. He's gonna have his up and downs. But if he could produce like he did week one, I think you might have something. And you know, they 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 they, they starting slow now, but I, I don't expect Pittsburgh to stay slow. What about what about you, KG? You know, Pittsburgh starts off slow every year. And for the last, what, two, three years, you've been going through this Le'Veon Bell drama. And I say it's drama because that's what it is. Uh, Le'Veon's going to hold out. He's not going to play. You know, if it wasn't a holdout, it was um, him being suspended. And you have to make up for him being gone for four games. Then he comes back. He sets the league on fire and the hottest running back in the league. And, you know, everybody in Pittsburgh loves him. But it's not time to, you know – tuck the terrible tile and say, you know what, this season's over, but A.B.'s frustrated. He's seeing, and especially Sunday's game in Kansas City, he's seeing the ball flying around, but it's not coming to him. You know, you got, uh, like Jimmy said, uh, you got Juju over 100 yards, Jesse James over 100 yards. On the other side, you got Travis Kelsey <laughs> over 100 yards. What's that? Sammy Watkins over a hundred yards. He cooked. Travis Kelsey cooked the Pittsburgh Steelers. Absolutely cooked. Sure did. He cooked. But them. you see the ball flying around, but it's not coming to him. So you know he's frustrated. And as a number one receiver, and I'm not saying he's a diva, but he's somebody that 
has that I heard Shannon Sharp say it. he want he thinks that if he gets ten to twelve balls and he has a hundred and twenty five, hundred and fifty yards, you know, that's the best chance to win. But it's not always like that. If you can take the attention and they give you the attention, but somebody else shines and you win, then you did your job. Everybody wants to catch the ball and catch touchdowns and everything like that. But sometimes the intangibles that makes the team better. It is. And he was, he yeah. was extremely frustrated. He showed it on the sideline getting into it. Not, you know, it wasn't heated. It just seemed like, and it was, a, you know, a small exchange with the, uh, Offensive coordinator for the Steelers, but man, like Kevin saying, you got to remember, he's not gonna always have these jobs. He is, he is having a great effect on that offense. He's forcing the ball to be spread around. The more they have to spread around, spread the ball around, the more you're gonna respect these guys. As guys get them started to catch these balls, they're gonna be like, "Look, double coverage on AB, we can't do no more. We get killed. We got to put our best." cornerback or let AB just go off and shut down everybody else. I would do that. I think I would think I'd be more inclined to do that. Be like, look, this your man all 84 is yours all day. I don't expect you to to completely shut him down, but mm-hmm. it's time to rock and roll because I I'm not gonna let the whole unit beat me. Yeah, exactly. But see the problem with that is A B is a game changer. He can take over a whole entire game himself. But he don't even realize he already changed the game. He didn't have some great effect these first two games. Not from a statistical uh, standpoint, but from making everybody else better. He's making everybody else better on the field just because he's drawing so much attention. You are correct. And true indeed. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you know, he's Juju with 13 for over 100 and Jesse James going off and he's trying to figure out, you know, why it's not coming this way. Oh, he could be a little frustrated with the overthrows and the underthrows Big Ben throwing his way, you know. I mean, it was a lot of that Sunday, the overthrows and underthrows from Big Ben. So, But why is, but, it, why is it overthrows and underthrows to him? But, like, as we speak right now, I'm watching the highlights of that game and he hit Jesse James. He was back pedaling, and he threw the ball off his back foot and hit Jesse James right in the chest. Come on now. I mean, we we, we knew this when we were kids. Ain't nothing changed. The ball's not always going to come directly to you. You're going to have to adjust to the ball. Yeah, I mean, that's that's true. But some of them overthrows was like way, way. It was no way yeah. to go get any of those. And, and you know, Big Ben, uh, Jim, did Big Ben play a lot in the preseason? Nah, you know, it's the same complaint you Yeah, have. I mean. Nobody really plays in the preseason, so you're not really building up no chemistry. I think he was hurt, wasn't he? Um, Didn't Big Ben – I don't even I know. I thought Big Ben got hurt in the preseason, and, you know, just kind of shut him down. I might be wrong. They, I, I, I thought that's what happened, but you're talking about throwing to Jesse James – with Jesse James run four eight forty, yeah, probably versus throwing the AB running four 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 three. So you got to get your timing down, and and, it, and it's you see Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh put up points. That wasn't a problem. Yeah, and, and, and we're talking about the offense. Like the offense only put up, you know, three. They put up field goals all day. The, the offense put up points. At some point, 
You got you yeah. got to look on the other side of the ball and be like special, special, special teams, teams yep. defense. Be like, look, we putting up points, but y'all getting torched on everything. It's like you know, we need some help. You know, yeah. you know what it reminds me of. To be quite honest, it reminds if you remember the early two thousand Indianapolis Colts, where they could score with anybody. Yep, they could give. And matter of fact, the Indianapolis Colts and uh. The New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints. The, the Kansas City Chiefs. New Orleans Saints. <laughs> yeah. They, they could score with anybody. Yep. Like, yep. Uh, uh, Al Saunders, and when he was in Kansas City, they could put up 45, but the defense is going to give up 48. Yep. Yep. And yep. I remember yep. I remember games like that where it, it was, matter of fact, it was Indianapolis and Kansas City. They both put up 46, I'm sorry, 45 points, but Indianapolis wound up winning because they scored 48. You you gotta you gotta build and Pittsburgh is known and has been known for the last forty some odd years for ferocious defense. Linebacker you. And, and true indeed. And they get linebackers that and well, where the hell did he come from? Oh, he's been on the roster for the last four years. And it's always next man up when a linebacker leaves. It is. Except this time for right now, they still haven't filled that void for Shay's ear. So that was a they, big, exactly. that was a big void right there. But they haven't filled any void on the defense. When Brett Kiesel left, they didn't fill a void there. I mean, I remember at one point in time their front seven was so good they didn't need a secondary. The secondary could have sat on the sideline and, and drunk Gatorade all game. Hey, hey Kevin, your Irish, your Irish boy ain't bad, man. Stephon to it, man. So he he held his own. Well, that would be Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward had, held his own. When they when they lost um, uh, Brett Kiesel, so and your boy from the Irish land, he holding his own. So it ain't them two. And then you can't be mad because they play a four, a three, four anyway. That that three, that front three ain't supposed to get pressure. They supposed to just create the gaps. Yep, exactly. So the linebackers can fill in. Yep. So supposed to be Oklahoma gravy biscuit eating, Nebraska corn fed. <laughs> 370 pound plus, just take up two blocks. Give me three of them. Exactly. Give me three of them and let them quick linebackers roam and, and do their thing. Man, can y'all imagine? I'm just sitting here thinking as I'm listening to y'all talk. This is not a franchise that you get this drama from. And I read an article that suggested that Mike Tomlin lost the locker room. Do y'all think that? I think he did. It's. I, I don't know, man. But it, like they said, go ahead, Kevin. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I, only reason why I think he did is because, like, I heard this earlier, listening to uh, Brian Mitchell, and you, you, you let AB post uh, these post game videos on Facebook Live and stuff like that, and everybody else got to be off social media. But AB gets to do what he wants. Well, why do I got to? Why I got to do anything if AB gets to do what he wants? Big Ben can say, you know, I'm not going to practice, and, you know, you're good with that, but I got to come out here and do two-a-days. But, see, that's different. Big he, Ben. He earned it. Yeah, Big Ben earned it. Big, big, I think if anybody, because Big Ben is older, if Big, you need, if big Ben tell you I need to sit out, then you got to listen to Big Ben. If you would. You got to listen to Big Ben. It's not like. Tyrod Taylor coming to you, hey man, I need I need to miss practice today, man. You like, man, you don't get your butt out there. I mean, you wear two helmets today. 
It, but don't get me wrong, Big Ben, future Hall of Famer, I agree. But he's not John Elway. John Elway, Steve Young, Joe Montana, those are the guys that I, I'm like, okay, you can miss practice when you need to. Because, I mean, these are the greats. But, I, I mean, I want to see Big Ben getting the reps with this team. And he's not getting those reps. Well, you know, he ain't going to pick up no reps in preseason anyway. And plus, he got such chemistry with A.B., you expect them to jump on, jump up and be on the game plan as soon as they um, hit the field. I guess the other problem is how much did the offense change with uh, the new offensive coordinator? If yeah, it- that too. That too. That too. I think, man, and I, I've been harking the preseason thing in the ground, but it's like anything, man. And I've watched Buffalo. I watched Buffalo for the last however many years start hot and go completely cold. I think you're going to, you know, around around games three and four, you're going to start seeing the upper echelon teams and those top tier 15 teams start Houston. You're going to start Pittsburgh. You're going to start seeing them turn it around. Yep. And they, they go, it, 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 you're going to see A.B. and Big Ben hooking up. You're going to see Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hawkins hooking up. They started last game playing Tennessee. They started it, hooked up twice. So, I think they're getting their rhythm back. I expect Pittsburgh fully to be in rhythm in a, in a game or two. They might be behind and they might be behind the eight ball trying to catch up, but, I, you know, I still think they, they, they're fine. I really do. I think Mike Tomlin will calm that down and they'll be okay. Well, we'll find out Monday night. <laughs> Who y'all play Monday night? Tampa Bay. Mm. Oh, oh. <laughs> fits magic. That's gonna be another. Sh- that's gonna be another shootout, man. If, if it, that's gonna be, I'm telling you, that's that's gonna be probably. I hate that. Is it in Pittsburgh or in Tampa Bay? Uh, I think it's in Tampa Bay. <sighs> I'm gonna have to. I'm all, We. I know we not to the Sunday show, but I'm gonna have to get out when the Tampa Bay. That's gonna be high scoring game. You shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of which, this is the the, the outpouring of of just love and likes that we got posted uh, a meme of uh, Brian Fitzpatrick uh, Sunday night after the post game show. 405 likes. And that's our high, that's our highest post. And ever. still counting. Yeah, still counting. Uh, we definitely appreciate all that love. Yeah, more definitely. And look, and look for more to come. We're going to, we, we cooking up. We definitely going to cook up some more and, Keep y'all entertained on that on the social media part of it. Indeed, you know what? So, I I, I, don't, I don't mean to jump in line and jump in front of anybody, but please, I I I gotta express my displeasure right now with my Washington Redskins. <laughs> well, let's let's hey man, let's go let's go local, let's go HTTR, and we talked about this man. Everybody was so excited. That they beat the Cardinals and they and they beat them soundly, but like I said, now you see that you're starting to see who the who are the who the bad teams are, and the Cardinals are one of those bad teams. So, KG, what did you take away from that game, and, and what would do the Redskins? Matter of fact, who did the Redskins sign today, KG? They signed uh, Perryman for that was last played with Baltimore and a Notre Dame alum, Michael Floyd. So, you're telling me 
<laughs> that they gave how many how many millions did they give Paul Richardson? Uh, what was it? Ten? Was it? Was 10? it? You got you got Paul Richardson. You got Doxson, and I know you lost a, a receiver uh, to uh, injury the first game on the first play. Yeah, we, we lost. Uh, we we wound up losing. Um, um, Mr. Irrelevant himself, Trey Quinn. Okay, and um, so I'm just. I'm 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 lost to be quite honest with you, because now per uh just, Mr. Huh? No, nah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm listening. Per Doug Williams, the reason why they are not going after one Des Bryant, who I've been campaigning for since he was released by the Cowboys. I look, this is the thing. Des comes here, will baptize him, get that cowboy funk off of him, and be like, "All right, young man." It's time to win. Go out and play. They don't want to bring Dez in because Dez wants to be a starter, which he should be. He's still a starter in this league. But Dez Bryant is better than any receiver we have on his team. So I'm not following why in the world they don't want to sign him, but you'll sign these. Uh, Sean Perryman, it has, he has done yes. nothing. Now, you know what he has done? What has he done? He can run. The forty in four point three seconds. That's why y'all picked him up. Can he catch? Hey, it's a wing and a prayer. You throw it up there, please. Look, just like on little Giants, when you put the little stick him on his hands, mm. you hope he imagined his toilet tissue. He catch that Joker. <laughs> now, let look at look look at Dez's re- resume. Three time pro-, pro Bowler, first team All Pro in twenty fourteen. He led the league in uh, receiving touchdowns in 2014. His stats, 531 receptions, 7,459 yards, 14 yards per reception. And he got 73 receiving touchdowns. Why is this man without a job? Now you know why America's team is blackballing him. That's why, because it's 30 teams in the league that need a receiver. And and he definitely, his, his services could be used and they, not getting a call. He's even campaigning himself, and people are campaigning for him, but not getting no – like the Patriots just showed you they needed a receiver because they went out and got Josh Gordon, and they didn't – nobody's calling them. Exactly. Now, this is where I have the problem at. You have Alex Smith, who's a capable, competent, very safe quarterback, but – He's most of his yards this season have came from throwing to Chris Thompson, Adrian Peterson, and Jordan Reed. But what the receiving co- exactly on the outside you have Jameson Crowder, Josh Dotson, Maurice Harris has been out with a concussion, and now Maurice Harris can flat out bowl. I like him; he's big and he can catch. Uh, they re-signed Brian Quick when uh, Maurice Harris went down. Uh, Paul Richardson. And I don't even know how many catches Paul Richardson had this season, but I'm not happy with his production. Because I, I feel that he should at least be catching five balls per game. And that's just my deal. And he signed a five-year, $40 million contract. Yeah, back that's, in why, that's why I asked you. I was like, hold on. I think I think he got a little bit more than $10 million. Well, <laughs> but just uh, it's frustrating because I'm like, I want to win. He got eight receptions through two games, 85 yards, 
10.6 average and no touchdowns. No touchdowns. You know what that reminds me of? You know what that what that screams to me? Who? Michael Westbrook. Oh, I think you just cursed out for another five years. You know that's, that's you're not supposed to ever speak certain names again if you're a fan of your franchise. But see, that's the thing, though. <laughs> one thing I can say about Michael Westbrook is at one point in time when he, he went like a half a season without a touchdown, they bring in Tony Banks. Tony Banks goes into Denver, hits Michael Westbrook two times easy, like it's nothing. And I'm not saying it's quarterback play, but if you're not – you're not uh, – uh, uh, Doing what needs to be done. These are small receivers, mind you. These are not big guys. Uh, Paul Richardson is six feet. Jamison Crowder is like what five ten? Generous. That's very generous. Five, five nine. I'm sorry. He's he's five ten with his helmet on. <laughs> now Josh Josh Dotson is six two, but he can't catch. He's good old <laughs> Thornhill. Maurice Harris, 6'3". I mean, they're trying to reinvent the Smurfs. I have a problem with that. Now, I'm, most people say, well, yo, you just down the team. No, I'm a realist. I got a problem with that. I got a problem that this defense has no pass rush. We got one of the best pass rushing linebackers in the league in Ryan Kirk. Now, hold on, hold on. Before you dig into y'all defense, I thought for the most part that we put the blame on Pittsburgh's defense for that game. I'm putting the blame on the Washington offense. I thought y'all defense held up pretty good. Didn't Swearinger have two interceptions? Yes, indeed he did. I thought if for a long time that score was 14 to 6, and Alex Smith and that offense could not move the ball. So I understand, but, you know, you tr- you know, you sh- I think I think I know what you're saying about your pass rush, but I think it was more Andrew Luck getting the ball out of his hands and making good decisions than the lack of Washington pass rush. Now, I'm going to say this. on with, with the defensive linemen we have, we had Jonathan Allen, Tim Settle, Deron Payne, Matt Ioannidis, Ziggy Hood. Matt Ioannidis is a defensive end, but in that 3-4, when he plays on that nose and he plays in the middle, I don't know what it is about him. He pushes – the center back and he creates, you know, he collapses the pocket. So somebody got to go left or right, but it's nobody left or right to get up, to, to get on him. I don't know what's going on with Ryan Kerrigan. I don't know what's, what's going on with Preston Smith, Pernell McPhee, Ryan Anderson. Like, what are you guys doing? Where are you at? So Alex, Alex Smith, Alex Smith last game was 33 of 46, 292, a very pedestrian 6.3 yards average. No touchdowns, no interceptions. The the running game was non-existent. AP had like two, one or two good runs. He averaged one point eight yards, one point eight yards on Sunday. Um, I think the the lack of you getting that running game going, and then you don't have you have a West Coast quarterback. You don't have a quarterback. He's not been. He's not going to sling it down the field. You have a West Coast quarterback. That dinks and dumps, and you have to set up the 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 slants, the screens, the you know what I'm saying. Those type of those type of that type of offense to get but him guess, down the field. Guess what though? You know how that works because he has Jordan Reed. Yeah, it does. Who, who can come out? Had a big fumble. He had a huge turnover. He can come out and he can split out wide. 
and match up with a linebacker. There's no linebacker in this league that can cover Jordan Jordan Reed. Some of the safeties can't even cover him. I'll agree with that. But I'm like, okay, why not utilize him? I mean, don't beat him into the ground until he get hurt, but utilize him. And then Josh Norman, oh, my God, let's not even start on – Josh Norman is a number one cornerback. Why is he not following the number one receiver around? He picks one half of the field and shuts it down, but he doesn't even shut it down anymore. I thought that T.Y. Hilton touchdown, I think that was the Colts' first touchdown of the game. That was inexcusable. The the cornerbacks, he was coming across the field, and they just lost communication with each other who was supposed to check him. That is the Colts. Not only he's the Colts' number one. But he's also one of the top receivers in the league. And I'm, I'm with you 100%, KG. I'm telling 24, when we get down here, I don't care where 13 go, that's your man. I don't care what side of the field he goes on, we pay you too much money for you to be like, oh, I'm a left cornerback or I'm a right cornerback. I don't go to the other side. Exactly. Of the field. Yeah, you get way too much money for that. To you follow you follow this man. I don't care if he go get Gatorade. You go get if he's drinking blue Gatorade. You go get you a cup. Of, you stay with this man all game. <laughs> he go to the bathroom. You better tell me how many times he shake it, man. What? That, but that's out now. I'm old school. Granted, it's been a long time since I stepped on the field to play corner. But if I know. You are a supreme talent at what you do. It should be no way in four, five, six, seven hills that you're not on this number one and you're not locking him down. When Atlanta played San Francisco, Dion was always on Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice all, all day. When, they, when, 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 he was, when he was with the Falcons and he played any team with a number one receiver, Dion was like, that's mine. That's mine. I got him. And whatever half of the field he was on, it was shut down. When when uh, he moved over to San Francisco, Michael and Irvin. he shut Mike Irvin down. Yep. When he moved over to the Cowboys, he started shutting Jerry Rice down again. It's things like that. Like I'm like, that's that's a true corner right there. That's a shutdown corner. Uh 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 uh, uh, uh Revis. When he puts you on Revis Island, you was really on Revis Island. It was just you and him. And not many people caught balls on Revis Island. Nah, they didn't. When he was at when Revis at the top of his game, you could get pretty much count that side of the field all. Nobody was going over there to even test it. But that's the way I feel it should be with Josh Norman. He is too good to be checking a third and fourth receiver. But if I know he's only gonna be on the left side of the field, all right, TY, go to the right. Exactly. I know he's not coming over there. Exactly. Exactly, but I listened to the local uh, team 980, and you know, like I say, just discipline and and just common, simple stuff. If you if you can't do the simple stuff, if you can't do just basic switching, man, you can't do lining up, call this. If you can't build that foundation, if you your foundation is not solid. You're getting nicked for stupid stuff all game or you're missing cues or somebody missing an assignment. It's no way you could go to the hierarchy of the playbook. 
when you start calling different stuff, I mean, it, it's not going to work because you can't do the simple stuff. I think I just thought that touchdown should have never been on the board. T.Y. Hilton was wide open. How do you not account for T.Y. Hilton, the number one, the number one option on the Colts? The number one option. I don't understand how you don't account for this guy. Who y'all got next? Y'all got the Packers next, right, KG? We got the Packers next. Aaron Rodgers comes to town. And hopefully, hopefully, I'll find out some later on this week. Hopefully, the sideline junkies will be in the house live. You know what I want to start doing, fellas? Who's still with us, KG? Uh, Me, you, and Big Jim. Hey, Jim, you know what I want to start doing? I want everybody to give a bold prediction for their team. It could be the score. It could be a player that you think that's going to bust out this week. I want to start doing that. How about y'all want to start doing that? That sounds good? That sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can make that work. All right, so let's – hey, Jim, let's, before, we, before we start in the Buffaloes, let's – Let's go back to your bold prediction for the Steelers at uh at, at the Bucks. What's your bold bold prediction for that? We're gonna get our first win. Hey, that's that's, yep. that's bold <laughs> enough for me. <laughs> and our and our defense will look a lot better. That, that's what I'm going. You know what? You know what's better than the win? Our defense holding shutting down the Tampa Bay Bucks. I think that's even bolder. Hey, man, I'm with that. I'm with that. Uh, KG, what's your bold prediction for the Skins? <sighs> bold prediction? Oh, man. Um, Aaron Rodgers comes to town, and he walks out of here for the second time with an L. And I mean, I don't mean a, a, a oh, well, we beat them last second field goal. No, I mean – a decisive L. I mean, thirty-one to ten type L. Ooh, man! Ooh, like that real bold. But then the defense, like Jim said, the defense steps up. But we get a pass rush that's so vicious. It's got Aaron Rodgers trying to move around the pocket on that bad knee, and that's we just getting to him. See, I said a bold prediction, not a storyline. You gave me a whole story, man. Hey, you, you know, so, I I can't do it that way. <laughs> Can I add to Kevin's story? Uh, hey, man, go ahead. Look, uh, Perman should play. I'm going to get him four catches with 60 yards. That's a lot for somebody just coming in. And Paul Richardson yeah. going to have one catch for two. <laughs> 44 million, though, baby. 44 million. Hey, man, I just want to touch on the Buffalo Bills, man. I know we talked about it Um on the uh, Sunday night podcast, Vontae Davis retiring at halftime. And you really don't appreciate, even if the, the, the team being as bad as it is, you really don't appreciate the other players until you see some garbage, manless thing like that. Calling Vontae Davis, that was totally um, um, selfish. selfish. You pull on Sunday. Um, you, you basically gave up. I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen me playing sports doing anybody give up that bad. 
Um, and it, it's too many Buffalo Bills in my head to name. Send them a shout out. Everybody that goes out there and gives 100%, I definitely appreciate you. I know it's, it's a rough stretch right now, and the team is trying to find identity. They got a brand-new quarterback that is starting this week coming uh, with the Vikings, and I, I expect him to get better each week. And I know I'm tough on the team, but that was inexcusable. That was inexcusable, and I hope he never plays in the NFL again. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that, BJ. Fire away. Only reason why I say I disagree because – one thing that any player tells you, and I've heard it millions of times before, when you start thinking about retirement, you're already retired. That's number one. Number two, with uh, Vontae Davis, who knows how long he's been feeling like this? Who knows? Because, you know, when, you're, when your head's not, some, you know, not in the game, you're opening yourself up to entry because you're not going to do things the way you're supposed to do them. That's number one. Num- okay, Go ahead. My, my my thing is this, and I, I understand what you're saying, but you laced it up and you went out on the field for kickoff. And it's exactly. it's, it's 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 video of him celebrating when he made plays. So obviously he wasn't feeling that bad. But it, my thing is, and I talked to a friend about this earlier, do, instead of doing that, why not go out there and say, Coach, my leg is, is killing me or my ankle's killing me. I'm not going to be able to go for the rest of the game. I mean, you could have could have lied and, and said that. That would have looked better than just quitting at halftime. But yeah, now I would just now what he but said. Then, he said that it wasn't. It had nothing to do with the situation in, in, in Buffalo. He garbage. went. He went to go do something, and his body didn't react. He's not able to play at the level that he feels that he should play at. So his body didn't react, and he felt that he could not play this game at a high level anymore. When you start feeling like you can't do what you no, you normally do and you can't play at a high level, that is a frustrating feeling. When you know Kevin, but he's been a. I, I don't mean to cut you off, Jim. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jim. Oh, we, we, uh, we. I thought Brian was talking. He he, he dropped off. Okay, well, I, that's the the politically correct answer to give, Kevin. I, you know what? I ain't mad that he. I'm mad he quit at halftime. Wait till the end of the game, at least. That's all I'm saying. Just wait till the end of the game and don't do it in the, at halftime, man. Because now, if you had any thoughts or any or any thought of saying, man, we got a chance, we just need to pull together. And this guy comes out the blue and say, hey, I ain't dressing up. I retire right here, right now. You looking at him like, dude, you came all the way here to retire in the middle of the game. Everybody has their ups and downs. And, yeah, you may not feel – sometimes your body doesn't react the way you want to, and it's not a good feeling. But to quit at halftime, I'm kind of with Brian. I might buy the uh, – look, Coach, my leg is hurting. Or, or just be mad enough to say, hey, look, Coach, I ain't going to be able to do it. I, I can't – I just can't do it today. Hey, everybody has their moment. But to do it at halftime, I, I think that's totally crazy. Can y'all hear me now? Uh, you fading it. Hear me now? There you go. Okay. And, and, and what what I want to add to the whole Vontae Davis situation, um, Lorenzo, the, the I think the which what bothered me the most is the Lorenzo Alexander interview where he said nobody knew anything. He just knew that from 
a couple players or whoever notified him when they went back out in the field that he was gone. He got dressed and left. And my thing is, if you felt that way, and I understand what KG, you felt that way, then why not address the team at halftime and be like, I'm sorry, I can't do this anymore. My body's not letting me do it. I can't go back out there with you on the second half. And simple. That's easy, right? Yeah, you would think. But I guess, you know, I guess that's too that's too much like right. But um Bills played the, the the Vikings. Vikings one oh and one. Bills are 0 and two. Unfortunately, um I don't got the Bills winning this game, but I will make a bold prediction. I think Josh Allen is gonna you know get his feet under him even more. And I think he's gonna put up over two fifty with three touchdowns. Okay. So I, I just hope for his sake, uh his offensive line can hold up and doesn't make him gunshot. But he uh I, I hope he's so too. I He's capable so of putting up the two fifty. He threw for two forty five Sunday. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna hold the offense back for him a little bit, but it's not too much holding back because he has a cannon for an arm, and you got some receivers down there, Kelvin Benjamin. You got Zay Jones that caught a bomb and bobbled it and caught it again. So you want to you want him to 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 let that thing rip and, and make some because if you're gonna dink and dunk the whole game. Then you're gonna start getting seven, eight in the box. You wanna get disrespectful blitzes because they know you're not doing nothing. So you gotta open it up. You gotta let this young man, you know, I know you wanna to to help him along, but you have to let him go a little bit. You have to let him sling the rock. But I think he's gonna put over two fifty and three touchdowns on the board. They look like when he came in the game last, you know, he, he, he they look like they were moving the ball better against the Chargers. So, I expect the same thing against the Vikings. Even though the Vikings got a mean defense, I still expect them to move the ball better. You need more production out of LaShawn McCoy than what you're getting. Nine for 39 is not really good. I don't think he's going to play next game. Remember, the, 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 the on that play, one of the Bills linemen fell back, and I think he has a fractured rib. I want to say it's fractured ribs. So, if he does, I wouldn't let him play. My, personally, I was just like, hey, man, he'll – let me see what, you know, in my mind, I want to see what other horses I got behind you because LaShawn McCoy is not going to be there forever. He hasn't done anything through two games. He's been non-existent before the crack rib. So I want to see what I got. I, it, it, you want to see what you got all across the board. You, you know, it looks like, unfortunately, the bills are on the clock right now. That, that's what it looks like. This, this looks like the worst team in the league. I would hate to see McDermott go second year. But if they, if they really, if they, if they, if they keep playing like they, they are, and they don't start getting a little bit better, uh, you might see McDermott out the door. And, and I, 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 I advise Buffalo not to go that route because they already have trouble getting quality head coaches in there. Yeah, and it takes well, time to build. You know what? I'll be a quality head coach. I'll take over Buffalo. <laughs> I, I look. I, I didn't get my kicker job in 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 uh, Minnesota or in in Cleveland. So hell, I take over Buffalo's head coaching job. You and me both. I, you know, I only want the head coaching job. I want to help with the the drafting and the player. All I want that aspect. I want to dive into that. 
and and try to just build something. You know, you, you know something, BJ. The first thing I would say when I walked in the door, I ain't got no experience, but everything you did is wrong. So my non-experience is a help to you. Everything you did, we're gonna erase all of that. We, you did it wrong. We're gonna do it my way now. <laughs> that's it. And that's all. Hey, KG. KG, we have 46 minutes, man. Let's let these people live and go about their business for the rest of the night. All right. So you want to listen to us. Now, this right here, I think this is about the rawest episode we've ever did. This is no structure, no nothing. This is a raw episode. You want to listen to us right here on Anchor FM, uh, Radio Public, Breaker, CastBox, Google uh, Podcasts, and Google Play Music. Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, and Podchaser. You want to get a hold of us on Twitter, Sideline Junkies. On Facebook, Sideline Junkies, colon podcast. Catch us on the email, sidelinejunkies247. I'm sorry, at AOL.com. And don't forget, Sideline. Did you say say AOL? Hey, man, look. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I actually did. You got yeah, it. I think I'm the only person that uses AOL. You and don't be. forget sidelinejunkies.com coming up soon. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, definitely look for the rep- wrestling gaming with Don, the Don Rodriguez, and KG probably this Friday or Saturday coming at you. So look for that. That's a them guys are just spitting fire. Definitely great listen. So if you have it, definitely tune into that. So that's all the time we got for tonight. Myself, I'm BJ. KG. Yes, sir. Y'all next time. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>